Welcome to the first episode of the Atari Recharge podcast. I am Jason Polanski, a producer on the Recharge series at Atari, joined, hopefully by always, by Adam Nickerson, who... <gasps> always? Always. Yeah, I hope so. Hope you come oh. back, hopefully, assuming this works. <laughs> yeah. Was the lead at uh, on the titles, and... Uh, I don't know. What are you, the owner, the guy, the sole proprietor of Adam Vision Studios? Yeah, I'm. I'm just Adam Vision. It's just You're the way Adam it goes. Vision. Like, I, I, I never know quite the way to say it to people because I don't want to be like, I'm just one guy making. And it's like, it's not a big deal. I'm just a dude. You are. You are just a man in the world making some dope video games. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you can you can follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Vision. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jays of Doom. Subject to change. But at this moment, that's what it is. Wow. And I've as never always, noticed can... that's what your Twitter handle is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pun. It's a, yeah. it's a pun. I really, uh, really doubled down on that one. And you know it's what? Very I regret nothing. Yeah. And, uh, and you can, of course, follow Atari at Atari. So there you go. Um, so this is uh, our first podcast. We haven't done a podcast at Atari. So this is. You know, it's kind of new horizons, new territories for us. But, uh, you know, this podcast is meant to celebrate the Recharge series as it is shaping up to be. We've just announced Centipede Recharged. Hopefully you're here because you want to learn more about it. And really, as a goal, we're going to be going week to week, deep diving into the into the series, into the games, into the production, the development. We'll bring in some people from the team because it's it's more than just Adam and it's definitely more than just me. Uh, we got the whole Sneaky Box team also working on it as well out in Lithuania. We'll definitely want to bring in some of those guys. There's Megan McDuffie who did the who did the entire original soundtrack for the title, and uh, and there's just going to be more recharge news to talk about even beyond the launch of Centipede. <gasps> it's exciting. It's a teaser. It is very exciting. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. Adam, are you excited about it? Granted, you're I'm said, excited about. Most things. I just don't show it that well. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I feel it though. There's a certain, um, there's an ambiance. There's an allure. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. There's also a scent. There's a scent I give off when I'm excited. I don't know what that's like. Adam (laughs) and I have never actually met in person. We have only worked (laughs) remotely with each other. He's in Vancouver. I'm in New York. Yeah, and uh, right before we launched Missile Command Recharge together, uh, the pandemic hit. So as a result, we've never actually met. We were supposed to go to GDC mm-hmm. because we were supposed to be in some sort of event there. Yeah, uh, to show off the game, and we were really excited. And I'd say that was the biggest source of my. Um, I'm not going to say. Let's call the severity of the situation that mm-hmm. led to my denial of it. And then mm-hmm. once that was canceled, I was like, yeah, you're right. Let's stay inside for three months. And yeah. <laughs> and that's what happened. And then we stayed but, inside for a year and a half. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> but enough about that. Adam, I figure for the first episode, mm-hmm. we can start with just a bit of an intro about you, about me about the Recharge series and a bit about Centipede and how we got to where we are. We'll dive deeper in future episodes, but as this is a an episode one and a, and a pilot at that, so this might never even make it out to see the light of day, <laughs> um, 
let's start with that, shall we? So, Adam, who are you? Uh, I am Adam. I have very little that is that exciting is what I always say. But then everyone else I talk to is like, wow, you made that game. It's not that big of a deal. You guys settle down. Uh, I just started making games on my own and they're really silly and small and arcade action and people started enjoying them. And and so I, I, I stuck with it. I closed my IT company and I just became a game developer. And since then, I've just been making small bite-sized games and and I think in the vein of what uh, the like the spirit of Atari and that is where our initial partnership came from. Yeah, exactly. So that came from uh, I was a fan of your games. I first found out about um, I first found out about you with Ding Dong XL. Mm, thanks yes. to one. Thanks to one Jared Petty when he was on this. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, he was on, uh, I think, a kind of funny games cast and he called yeah. out. And he's like, yeah, I've been playing this game. It's uh, it's great. I love these one button press games. It was very reminiscent of the digital chocolate games back in the day. Yeah. When you'd have like Skipping Stone or that roller coaster game, whatever that was called. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is great. Uh, we can do, uh, I, th- I think we could work with this guy mm-hmm. and try to do some, you know, revivals of Atari IPs. And at that point, Obviously, we've sh- we've shifted if uh, if people read the news, but we've shifted now. We're doing more in the premium space. Uh, but at the time, we were doing more mobile stuff. So I said we could do like these bite size mobile games. And at the time, uh, I wanted to call them Atari Minis. And the CEO at the time said, "No one's going to buy anything called Minis." So we changed. <laughs> <laughs> and that, but it, but the general idea, the core of making these bite size games, recreations of the classics, have. Uh, that's what led to creating Missile Command Recharged. And then one year later, we started kicking off the uh, you know Centipede Recharge, and it's become something that's a lot bigger, a lot more substantial. Uh, we, we put a team in place to really ramp up all the production values and get it on every console, and it's, it's super exciting. But the, and they are all amazing, started, by the way. Yeah, but it, it all started with, uh, with Adam and those little games. Do you have a do you have a favorite of your non recharged Adam Vision XL games? Or are they okay? Like so I have the first game I ever made, Fallopian Frenzy, is pretty amazing. Uh, I'm sorry, what was it called? Uh, Fallopian Frenzy. Sorry, Wonderful. is this mic on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's uh, let's just say it's not available anymore. But uh, it was my first. Uh, <laughs> dive into games and uh but in all honesty i just love uh everything about like uh the one touch type games like ding dong or orbit they are just like something about them to me is just so satisfying of trying to layer in mechanics with the simplest possible control mechanisms uh that you know you kind of hint at deeper mechanics as opposed to just straight up slapping the player in the face with them um, and that's just it, for whatever reason, a great way I find to spend a time, a ton of time just playing these games and trying to beat your score. It's just a blast. Yeah. I remember, uh, 
like a little anecdote. We definitely had that with uh, Centipede Recharged and have experienced it firsthand. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, there was a little moment in the production. I think it was shortly after we got leaderboards in there, or maybe it was when maybe it was when the immersive mode got it. It was something like that. Yeah. At some point, there was a bitter rivalry between me and Tadas, who's the producer at Sneaky Box, and I think I ended up on top, and you kept. And you kept talking smack from the sideline because uh-huh. you were trying to say that, oh, you just haven't seen my score because uh, I'm I'm doing it in the in the dev environment. And it's not going up there. But you still stand by that. Well, well, to be fair, my score could be anything I want it to be. Uh, oh, that is sure. the beauty of being the man in the matrix. But but uh, I'm still not convinced that you weren't using some sort of an exploit before we had patched it. <laughs> All right, so run me through this. What are the what are the exploits that you think I I took advantage of? Uh I'm just going to say you, and I will be 100% honest on whether or not I did or did not. I'm just going to say let's if we look historically at our list of exploits we fixed that we were like, oh well, we can't have this. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you used every single one of them. <laughs> so it was actually it was taught. So at this moment in <laughs> Centipede Recharged, you basically implemented a system that causes the power-ups to delete themselves after a yeah. while. Like they'll erase. <laughs> and it was Tadas who brought up the point that they'll stick around forever. So you know, there's some really powerful ones in there, like the like the burst shot, yeah. uh, which is which is probably the most powerful one. The the rail guns are incredible and it's awesome, but it's just one shot. Yeah. Whereas the you could really do some serious damage with the burst shot, especially if they already have a bunch of stuff at the bottom. So yeah, there were those runs, but it wasn't until he mentioned that. So I was playing by his rules. So and you're saying Tadas is a cheater? No, I didn't even call him a cheater. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's playing within the parameters that the game sets up. So you don't uh, actually, yeah, so you're not actually cheating if it's allowed in the game. Huh. So it's so not like I'm complaining is... and saying you're cheating when you make the when you make all those things disappear. Well, folks, welcome back to the Atari throwing shade at people cheating at the leaderboards podcast. Who's throwing shade? You're the one accusing me of cheating. Oh, I'm going to throw shade at everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. Just so that I don't have to ever make a realistic attempt to beat your scores. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, all this just sounds like deflection. And yeah. then you're saying, yeah, I can't. I can't do that. Yeah. I can only add two zeros to my number so that I'm higher. Not to race. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, now we know a little bit about who you are and that you're a monster who hates yeah. to compete in uh, in good old sport. Yes. Yeah. And I think I think Centipede Recharge is a is a sport. Is it? It's uh I think by the definition of sport. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but I see right. what you're trying for. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Look. Um so I guess I could tell you a little bit about myself. I asked who you are. Mm-hmm. You told us, and then I took us on a wild tangent, but it was well worthwhile. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a producer here at Atari. Been uh, been on the in the industry in some capacity for about 11 years now. Actually, uh, started working more on uh, 
working for a, at a company that did marketing for games in the form of games or other companies. So I worked on a bunch of advert games. Been with Atari for nearly four years now. Worked on a few uh, promotional titles. And then at some point in between, I was doing uh, not gaming related stuff, but always had gaming in my heart. Uh, worked on a lot of interesting things throughout the years. I could, uh, you know, through my early times at the game agency, I worked on a, I worked on a, probably what was one of the first augmented reality games in the Ooh. form of a Nerf augmented reality oh, game. Oh, cool. The, uh, and the first iteration of that Furby app that, uh, that interacted with a Furby. That was an interesting experience that I'll save for wow. another time. I can't believe you uh, never told me that. Yeah, right. So I just I just like keeping a few bombs in my pocket for moments like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, did, did a bunch of smaller stuff with them, largely on mobile. And then uh, with Atari, I've been doing uh, some more free to play uh, con uh, content with mobile. And of course, we launched Missile Command Recharge last year on PC via Steam and Epic and Switch. Uh, it's also on mobile through Apple and Android. And we got uh, and now we're doing centipede recharge which i'm like super proud of and that's just going to be on everything it'll be mm -hmm. on uh i mean we haven't said it yet but so I, I can just reiterate it's going to be on let's run down the list here switch ps4 ps5 xbox one series x series s pc and epic <sighs> i think i got them all that is a lot of platforms it is a lot of platforms. And we will talk more about Centipede Recharged after a word from our sponsors. The centipedes are coming. Get your fingers moving fast and the spiders out to get you. Do you think that you can last? You can shoot him in the middle. He will only break in two. And the fleets are even faster if you look away and through. See the scorpion dancing? He can really help you score. But the centipede's immortal keeps coming back for more. Centipede is from Atari and it's faster than a jet. If you're looking for some action, it's the game you gotta get. Centipede. Thank you, Adam, for sending, um, for for making that call to the higher ups, <laughs> and um, and sending and sending us that that lovely piece of uh, of sponsorship. <laughs> you know, that I was, do what I can. I do. That what was I can. excellent. Uh, yeah. Um, so let, let's talk about centipede recharge itself and, uh, and why should people care about centipede recharged? Adam, why should people care about centipede recharged? Well, if you like playing just fun, uh, straightforward arcade score chasers, like you were in the right place because it's, it's staying true to the original in a way that it's fast paced. It's, it's got the centipedes, the spiders, the uh uh the fleas and it scorpions and it's just like they heard fast the rap based and fun yeah they heard the rap <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was trying to remember the words uh <laughs> and it uh it it's just a blast to play uh and and quickly like play around and quickly jump right back into another round to try and beat your score again but not only that this time instead of just being a tight fast paced score chaser we also included a wide variety of challenges uh and and they range from simple to difficult but they are challenges where it will give you specific goals uh to achieve or not achieve 
like, you know, kill a certain amount of uh, enemies in a given time or reach a certain score without killing a specific type of enemy, things like that, and giving you special power-ups along the way. Speaking of power-ups, power-ups is a huge addition here. It is, we really wanted to, we we really like the classic gameplay of Centipede, and it was like, how do we modernize this with something to kind of reinvigorate that and make it more exciting. And that's where the power-ups came in. And we have a wide range of power-ups of whether it's uh, defensive power-ups like fear and 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 uh, shield bullets, or it's offensive power-ups like the incredibly powerful uh, railgun that you mentioned, or spread shots or trail shots, or uh, what, what would you say is your favorite power-up? Man, um... I love the feel of the of the railgun. Like I said, oh yeah, awesome. I think that I, I'm I'm not going to say my favorite, but I am going to say my underrated, like the dark horse, which is the oh, fear one. The fear the fear power up is cool for so many ways because one, it's it's super useful as a late game power up when mm-hmm. you're getting overwhelmed. And yeah, is there the possibility that you collect a fear and then a centipede will come up right behind you? And yeah, bite your ass like yeah that's definitely gonna happen uh but there's something really cool about it. the effect is awesome how it how it really makes everything like scurry up to the top of the screen and have that big yeah. ghost appear on screen and it's just like that perfect bailout and then as far as the one that just feels awesome to use it's it's got to be the burst shot like that burst shot oh, yeah. just it, it'll clear out everything especially if you it's find like yourself a really trapped yeah because when i think of the favorites i think about what do i need in in desperation mode right yeah like that's always the most critical one the explosion's cool as well uh but that burst one there's just something super satisfying of like taking out five five centipede segments in one go <laughs> it's really it's yeah. really dope like i i i really love that one what about you? i, I love I just being I, able to shoot shoot one of those burst shots into a big pile of mushrooms too and just take out a oh, whole yeah. clump of them which is yeah. nice because things um, get messy pretty quickly yeah, so so that's another thing that we should point out is if you think of the classic uh, uh, Atari games, like a lot of these shooters and, uh, you know, quarter eaters from back in the day, they are designed in a sense of like, hey, you beat a level, you 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 get your score calculated and then you move on to another level. Whereas we wanted to maintain the whole uh, experience of no, you're plowing through kind of an endless mode where we will constantly build up, but we wanted to do stuff like change the colors as it progresses. So you know that you're progressing while at the same time introducing the enemies at higher rates as it goes on so that it like it just becomes more complicated and more insane battlefield where, you know, you'll reach a certain point level and one of our events will trigger where 20 fleas will come down from the top of the screen and just totally fill up the power up. It's funny. Whenever you go through this, this uh, development process, you know, especially someone in in my position who I get to, I'll get to play the games on a regular basis, like daily, almost I'll be jumping in and checking it out and see something surprising like that pop in. (laughs) and having that joy of being like oh that's cool oh that's mean and it's just that perfect balance where it's like oh i want to see that again even though i could think again just like 
I'm excited to see that fear power up. I'm terrified to see this this barrage, this barrage of fleas dropping down the screen <laughs> yeah. like rain. And it's uh it's awesome. It's really cool. It's like, and it's the like there's already numbers. enough. Yeah, there's already enough mushrooms on this screen. I don't need more of them. And then you're like, no, here's more of them, and you're gonna yeah. deal with it. And then, you know. Yeah, or I it's like you you just you just cleared your poison mushrooms and you're like, oh, no more enraged centipedes for the time being. Yeah, and, and you just finished clearing it, and then all of a sudden centipedes. five yeah, scorpions come in from the side scorpions, and yeah, right. you have a ton more poison mushrooms to deal with while at the same time managing all the centipedes that are literally in your personal space right now. Yeah, it's really cool. I think one of the things that's, um, it's subtle, you don't think about it, but it's so obvious is mm-hmm. the complete change of uh, perspective in Centipede because in Centipede Recharge versus the Classic, the Classic was definitely mm-hmm. more that vertical orientation. Here, we've basically created a format that is designed for those 16 by 9 screens. Yeah. What did you, what did you find was the largest challenge in adopting to that? And what, what kind of changes or concessions, if any, did you make to get it well, into that format? There's a couple of interesting things. And uh, one of the main things was we had to think about how, because it, think of the classic as almost a 16.9 screen turned on its side. Um, and so you have that room, uh, that vertical space where the centipedes are coming down, where you can prepare yourself for the kind of onslaught and you have more time in that. So we needed to really account for how it felt as the centipedes were making their way across like the long horizon now, instead of, you know, essentially half of what the horizon was before. So by doing that, we just made it so that, uh, their reactions to stuff like the mushrooms and whatnot were as close as possible to the original, but made some kind of fine tunes here and there to make sure that, uh, you couldn't use the traps and systems of the old one, the, the kind of exploits people discovered to uh, really just kind of push everything and make everything take forever to get to you. So you're constantly dealing with this onslaught and you cannot escape it and you just have to constantly deal with it. Uh, it is it, it makes it a little different than the classic where you would set up those uh, traps and it kind of. I feel like it's just more action heavy and, and and pushes away some of the uh the 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 strategy element in that regard and strategy now becomes a lot about movement as well um and moving around your personal space at the bottom of the screen which is i'd say like one third maybe a little less than yeah, a quarter some, something like that yeah and that's safe and it, yeah it just it, it it's so hectic uh, even though it feels different, it still feels the same too. If that makes any sense, yeah. We use the uh, we use the term. It was largely for the art style, but I think it kind of goes through the whole the whole recharged ethos, which is this modern nostalgia, right? Yeah, like yeah. We, like we talked about that for the longest time. Is the through line is like the general mission statement of the of these games was not necessarily to reinvent, but to make people kind of have that same feeling like they remember playing the original game. But then if they were to look at the original game, they'd be like, oh, wait, that's nothing like what I've been playing. But when you're yeah. playing in the moment, you're thinking, 
oh, that's Centipede. I remember Centipede. Yeah. This is just like Centipede. And then you play the other, and then you play actual Centipede. You say, oh, this is this is quite different. <laughs> you know, we kind of we kind of captured that in uh, in Missile Command really well, and uh, and did a pretty good job. And this, we just crank everything up to to another level. And I think yeah. that's uh, that's just credit to the to the additional oh. time, the additional team, the art, the music. It's it all just comes together to make something truly, truly spectacular. And I hope uh, I hope if you're listening and you give and you give it a chance and play it, that you will agree. Thank you. Also, beat Jason's score. I think once you open it up to a wider audience, mm-hmm. it's like I have the story. I played um, back in the day when I was a kid. I played Age of Empires two. Oh yeah, um, I know where yeah. this is going. <laughs> I played, um, and I mainly just played the single player campaigns. You know, so I'd play the campaigns. I was like, "This is good. I'm pretty good at this game." And then I do some skirmishes here and there against AI, and it was pretty good. Anyway, I'm in school. I find out a buddy of mine plays uh, plays Age of Empires two as as well. He or he found out I played because it was him. He said, like, yeah. "Oh, we should play online sometimes." So it's like, play it online. What a what a concept. <laughs> so I said, "All right, let's play." So we played online. I set up my skirmish. I, I set it up like I do with the skirmish. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm using my mouse. I'm click clacking, clacking away. I'm like, all right, he's going to do these things. Let's get these things built. Let's build a farm here, a thing there. And then I said, I'm just going to send out one soldier to just scout the land. You know, I usually yeah. did that. And I go to this guy's this guy's setup, mm-hmm. and I this guy was like already in the next age. He had he had a like. <laughs> acres and acres of farms and all these buildings and I, I and at that point i knew i was in over my head and i was like oh yeah no this is this is not good i said how did you build so fast he's like using a mouse i said yeah he's like don't use a mouse you can't use a mouse and at that point i stopped playing real-time strategy games yeah i i think you made the right decision because if, for me yeah age of empires is one of those marvel versus capcom at the arcade the First time I ever played someone else, it was like, oh, yeah, I suck at this. But that point of the story, <laughs> if you're not getting the nuance, is that I'm good in this sphere of yeah. people that are working on the game. Like, yeah, maybe not taught us, but at times I can. If I push hard enough, I will. And if I put aside yeah. all other tasks I need to be doing, then, yeah, I could beat any score of anybody who's currently playing on this team. I will throw down any oh my god! <laughs> but once you open it up to the world, God willing, we get a lot of we get a lot of people in there. I hope we find some prodigies out there. I hope we find oh, some sure. centipede recharge prodigies. I want to see some <laughs> like some strategies and people doing weird stuff that we didn't even think you could do. And I'd just be like, yeah, that's I can't, I can't do that. That's too much. <laughs> It's too much for me. Oh, it's it's guaranteed to happen. I've seen it in historically in every single one of my score chasers where I'm like, wow, I'm doing great. Nope. No, I'm not. People are like, hey, you're the developer. What's your score? I'm like, I don't even want to say because it's embarrassing. Ding dong XL six. Six. Yeah. six. <laughs> I don't even know how to play. Yeah, exactly. I just I just put it out there and hope the best. <laughs> well, we want to keep these kind of small. We want to keep these uh, to about 30 minutes. And uh, we're mm-hmm. about approaching that point. So we could get down to a bit of a, a wrap up here. Uh, if you're listening and you're looking forward to listening to more and you want to engage, uh, we're, we'll happily answer some questions. 
If you have questions for us, you can tweet at Adam. Again, that's at Adam Vision or me. At, at the Adam Vision. Okay, do that. At the Adam Vision. I don't know okay. why. Or at me, at Jays of Doom. And hashtag Atari <laughs> Recharged Podcast. And ask your question and... If uh, if we want to answer it, we will. But we will try to get some questions in there, assuming we get a few. And it could really be about anything. But hopefully it's on topic. And maybe we'll throw in some off topics. I like often. food a lot. I like food. If you want to talk about food, I'm good with that too. I love food. We could do a whole podcast. <laughs> no, about you love matcha. You love just matcha. <laughs> that's why, that's why this wall is green. <laughs> you think that's paint? No, 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 yeah. no. no. <laughs> you scrape it. <laughs> mm. Oishi. that's right uh can't believe i just licked the wall kind of you really committed to that we clean it anyway i hope <laughs> i've never actually seen it happen but i'm pretty sure it's cleaned on a regular basis uh and then and then to wrap up the podcast i thought we'd mix it up a little bit just so you can continue to learn more about who we are what we're about and uh, and with a little bit of what we're playing and maybe a quick recommendation um, from outside the Recharge ecosystem. Because, of mm. course, you should play the uh, Centipede Recharge. So, Adam, what have you been playing? Uh, One game. Besides give me everything. PUBG all the time, I uh, <laughs> have a problem. Uh, I've been playing, actually, a lot of Tetris Connected, uh, which is the... Tetris, what is it? Tetris, Tetris effect, effect connected. connected. Yes, and it's uh, it's spectacular. It's uh, it's Tetris, obviously one of the greatest games ever made, and it is uh, the VR version that they made. They've now kind of uh, made it non VR. Uh, it, it it comes with the VR modes as well, which are amazing to play. But uh, it adds a co-op mode, which I think is the only way I want to play multiplayer Tetris for the rest of my life. Uh, And it's just so good. It really is great. Once they get into that section of the game where you're playing that co-op and they put and they you get connected. Oh, yeah. Well, see, coolest when I'm playing with my friends, uh, what we do is when it's about to connect, everyone has to go connected. And everyone loves it. Everyone thinks it's hilarious. It's weird because only I do it. Oh, okay. And actually, now that I think about it, no one takes part in it. It's just me, actually. You know what? Maybe they don't like it. Maybe they say, Adam, get back in the control. Stop leaning back to yell connected. Every second is precious. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What have you been playing? Oh, man. Uh yeah, I want to talk about uh, Dodgeball Academia. Oh, wow. I'm playing that. And uh, that game is just delightful. It is a yeah. dodgeball RPG. It kind of scratches a bit of that golf story itch. Um, it is this really cool cartoon art style uh, that's, that's pretty unique. And it just plays it really light. The writing is hilarious. And uh, the gameplay is a lot of fun. And they you would think, oh, you're playing dodgeball. How are they going to make this more interesting or fun along the way? But they mix it up with these different balls and their effects. And 
there's a certain strategy element to it. There's different characters with different type of uh, catches or rebounds. Like you got a character that'll kick the ball back or one that swings a bat to hit the ball oh, back damn. at their opponents. It's, it's really cool. It's got some uh, really nice RPG elements in there. And yeah, I'm really, uh, really enjoying it. So I'd recommend, uh, I'd recommend that one as well. I'll have to well, check that one out for sure. Yeah, pretty cool. It's on everything. It's wonderful. Just like Centipede Recharge will be on everything. And again, that is that is coming soon. So thank you for joining us. Uh, that's been Adam. I've been Jason. Centipede Recharged is scheduled for a September 29th release on. Let's do the rundown. And I'm going to include the one console I forgot to include, which is I realize you forgot one. So I'll lead with that. It'll be on the Atari VCS. <gasps> I'm going to gasp switch. after everything. <gasps> PS4. Ooh. <laughs> That's not a game. PS5. <gasps> Xbox One. I'm bored of this. <laughs> okay. Xbox Series S, Series X, Steam, and Epic for Windows PC. Oh, my God. I know. It's a lot. It's almost like... <laughs> how, did that, almost, how did we do that? It's almost, it's almost like we bit off more than we could chew. Well... <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's it. This podcast is over. I don't know how to end it, so we'll just end it like that. Bye. Bye.